I want to bring in my executive producer. I want to bring in someone who has been with me through thick and thin. That's her. If she answers the phone, she may be mad at me. I don't know. But, uh, and, and I would not be surprised if she is. She always, she's always mad at me about something. I want to bring in now, uh, to the show, uh, the other, the other woman in my life. And that, <laughs> and that, and, and, and hey, Mark, 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 I know I, I had your approval to say that. Uh, the other woman in my life who, who thinks that she run my life, you just heard. I just introduced you to uh, my executive assistant who keeps my schedule for me. But I want to introduce you to the other woman in my life who has run my life for the last seven years. Here is, you've heard her name before, Michelle. She's on. What's going on, girl? Not much. Just hanging out, waiting to chat with you, the superstar. Congratulations Well, I'm spending seven years of your life on radio seven years michelle and you you know it has not been easy it has not been easy michelle i gotta apologize uh for the delay because i forgot to hit uh the way the setup is now and you know how it's set up the way the setup is now i uh have to uh, make the connection to red state by hitting um connect again the second part of the hour and i forgot to do it i actually forgot to do it yesterday too but it, it'll become a muscle <laughs> reflex <laughs> but you know you know what's funny so i thought okay seven years what can we talk about and i wanted to count up how many hours that you've been doing this and i'm gonna say it's not as many as i thought you know two hours a week five days a week it only comes out to 520 hours a year well that's not i bad. mean people binge watch news you know, um, Netflix more than you do radio. I mean, it's only 520 hours. That's not bad. It really isn't. Not bad at all. That's a year. But for the total of seven, it's approximately 3,500 hours. Wow. 3,500 hours of your life the past seven years. Wow, has been spent doing this. Is that interesting? And you know what? I I, I have enjoyed it. I really have. Uh, you know, uh, you've driven me totally nuts. But but just the same, uh, you know, I, I really am. I'm, I'm an anxious, nervous wreck uh, because of her. This this, this voice that that uh, you hear. And, You're so bad. Yeah. But, you and, know, when we started out, neither one of us had done radio before. Seven years ago, you hand me your Rolodex to say, "Call all my friends." And some of those friends, like Burgess Owen, seven years ago, he was just your buddy. And I'm calling him because he's a, an NFL Super Bowl champion. Well, now he's a congressman. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, John Kennedy. John Kennedy. Senator John Kennedy. That's right. We used to bring him on he the show here. before he was senator. Was he Louisiana State Treasurer, I believe? He was I believe. Louisiana State Treasurer. He was Louisiana State well, Treasurer. Mike Johnson, I'm sorry, but you're a rock star congressman. In 2015, he was running for state rep. Yeah. Local state representative. He's not just the congressman. He's the attorney for the president defending him in the impeachment process. Yeah, that's our guy. And he's our good friend. Oh, Mike. Mike is our good friend and now counsel to the president of the United States. He was on the C.L. Bryan show. How about old Bill Cassidy, Senator Bill Cassidy? I thought you didn't want to talk about Well, that. we might as well bring him up. We might as well bring him up, you know. Uh, hey, he was nobody. He was nobody when we oh, first please. met. Yeah. yeah, 
place. Well, the Bill Cassidy He was a story, doctor. He was a, he was a good doctor for sure. Yeah. Well, he was a congressman in South Louisiana. He worked he, at, at a, a community hospital that was a charity hospital. Unlike other states, Louisiana has a lot of poverty. What I do admire about him as a Republican is that he worked in public health trying to help people that couldn't afford to see a doctor. We got him elected. I mean, C.L. Bryant, you have a, a medal on your general badge that says you helped unseat Mary Landrieu, which was, it's like getting rid of Nancy Pelosi. Glory to God. You helped do that. And you brought all the factions of the Republican Party together to achieve that goal. Glory to That's God. something good that came out of that. Now, what he's been doing lately, I think he's been drinking something in D.C., hanging out with Mitt Romney and has gotten confused about who he is and who he represents. But another good story, Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino. He was running for Congress yeah. in Maryland. Yeah. Came on the show. I, I had known Dan through Freedom Works, folks, and uh, way back before Dan uh, was even running for Congress. But then they introduced me to this guy named Dan Bongino. I met him in Kentucky, actually. Uh, Freedom, uh, it was some kind of Freedom Works event. And I uh, knew Dan, and Dan came on the show. We did. You can actually Google C.L. Bryan and Dan Bongino, and uh, we have this thing on on uh, YouTube when he was in Baltimore, and uh, okay. helped me do this mini documentary there. Dan was very little little was not known, but he was known to no, the C.L. Bryan a, show, wasn't he, Michelle? No, he wasn't well known at all. He was still sound and great interviewer. You guys had great interviews because of his experience. In the Secret Service, that's yeah. one thing I like about him. He's not just a talking head. He does have actual real-world experience, and yeah. he is very – yeah. but it's just amazing to me in a short time, the timing of you beginning this show and all of the changes that have taken place. We actually did win in 2020. Voter fraud is a very bad thing. Oh, my. You mean but you're one of those conspiracy-type people who are saying, oh, like, oh, my I don't goodness, think I can't believe it. I'm appalled when people say to me about numbers of fraud. Like, what are we doing with fraud? I can't buy, download an app fraudulently, but you can vote? I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way for me. But aside from that loss in 20 with the president, the whole time that we've been on the air, we have made gains for patriotism and Americanism and the GOP platform the entire seven years. Even the 2020 election. That's what also upsets me is the president got so many Congress people reelected that were not supposed to win except on his coattail. Yeah. But you've been part of that. It's like a movement, CL. And you know and what, Michelle? Uh, down through the years, we've had uh, people on like uh, Judge Janine Pirro many times. Paula White is a friend of the show. Sean Hannity has been on the show yeah. several times. And Glenn Beck. Uh, all of yeah, them have, yeah. uh, have been. Judge Janine. Judge I mean, Janine, rock star. With her rock star. In Louisiana. Yeah. She is a rock star. It's amazing. We were, Moon Griffon and I, uh, Moon Griffon, who is known as the voice of Louisiana, a friend of mine, Jeff Landrew. I mean, not Jeff, Jeff Landry. Jeff Landry. Jeff Landry, who hopefully, I hope, I really hope you guys either get him or Mike Johnson is the next governor. I will be there. Uh, and let's, let's mention somebody local, Michelle, somebody who I really want to trumpet, and that is our good friend, Mario Chavez. Yes. Mario yes. Chavez, That's right. uh, our good friend, uh, who I really hope will be the next mayor 
of Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm saying it loud. I'm saying it clear. I'm saying it proud. He has the right stuff. Elect Mario. Well, I can't tell you to elect him, but I'm going to tell you this. Take a good look at him. <laughs> oh, absolutely, Theo. The minute he puts his hat in the ring. But he's been on the show. He's been he's worked behind the scenes with us before he ran for office. He's just a community supporter. He works in the community. And that doesn't just work for Shreveport. That's the idea behind all of this. We've got to stop sending prima donnas to D.C. We've got to start sending people and getting people engaged and involved. And Mario Chavez, he's that guy. Another high point, though, Theo, was that Sarah Huckabee, yeah, the press agent for the president, used to be my book contact. I would book her dad through her yeah. for the show. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah would book me. Sarah used to book me on to the governor's radio show. I remember when Sarah was his screener. That's <laughs> funny. I know. Yeah. In just seven years. And it's it just, uh, what is your, so I think what everyone wants to know is your thoughts. Seven years have passed. And reflect on that. But then what do you see for the future? Michelle, I believe that uh, our message will be one that helps people come out of that room that uh, our friend Dr. McMillan describes as that three-roomed house. But he'll help us come out. It will help us come out of that room of the past. Uh, It seems to be the most comfortable room in the house for so many of us, especially in our minds. We love to spend spend time in that room of the past. But the, the thing is, Michelle, as I reflect on it, and thank you so much for the question, Uh, As I reflect on it, I I, I do believe that uh, people don't realize there's not a picture on the wall, there's not a piece of furniture, there's not a memory that you can actually change about in that room of the past. It it is what it is, and you have to live for now, and you have to live in the room of the future as well as far as the planning is concerned. But And all that starts with us being now. And so what must we do? We must tell the American story. You're a story of triumph. I'm a story of triumph. Uh, Our people came here from different parts of the world, but we're here and hey, look, you and I are on the phone together. You and I are on the line together uh, and we've worked together and doing business together. Scott Adams is a Native American. I had Leanne uh, introduced her uh, for a few minutes uh, to uh, the, the show uh, to the people uh, here that we deal do business with. And so, Michelle, we're expanding. Jared has to come. I want Jared to come on. But, you know, it, reflecting back, we, we've expanded so much. We've shed off some things. We had to, had to take some different turns along the way. But that's the way the river runs, isn't it, Michelle? Yes, it does. It makes an interesting river. Well, I think it's just interesting. I thought seven years ago and then five years ago that this was such an important time. But I think now is the time for you, your voice, your experience, talking about critical race theory. It would have been unthinkable to us seven years ago if people, actually no, because you kind of knew people were crazy and we tried to warn people that if you don't deal with these things, just like a disease, it just gets worse. You have to treat the symptoms. There are, there's unrest. We live in a city in Shreveport, Louisiana that's almost 60% black, and the majority of that is in poverty. Certainly, they were affected more by COVID than other people. But we have to look at the reasons for that, and they have nothing to do with their color skin. It has to do with that corruption that your friend Dis Ellison talks about, that you talk about within the black community. 
the black pastors, the black, you know, nonprofit workers, and the Democrat leaders, which mostly are white, yeah. that keep the people down underneath them, and they don't want change. My optimism is they're bringing up critical race theory. They're talking about Black Lives Matter like this is some type of black power moment. Well, the true empowerment to a black person is what you talked about in Runaway Slave. Exactly. And I'm looking at this as an opportunity for you to get some more slaves to run away <laughs> and see you as the alternative to Black Lives Matter. Isn't that amazing, uh, Michelle, uh, how we now actually want to be judged, it seems, by the color of our skin. And, and uh, you know, I mean, even people are, I mean, I'm talking about black folks in particular. Uh, and Michelle Tan's real dark, by the way, but she's a white girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but just the same, it, it's one of those things that it, it seems like the, the whole script has been flipped. And um, I, I just don't understand how we swallow, how can we be happy with the shootings, the murders, and the killings? And I want you to stay with me through the break. Uh, how can we be happy with that here in America? How can we allow that to go on? How can black pastors in Chicago not actually take, I mean, tangible action against what is going on? How come Lori Lightfoot is still hasn't been recalled as mayor of that city? What's happening here, Michelle? I mean, stay with me. Uh, don't don't go anywhere. You just hang right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, set some things up for us as when we come back. Hold on. I'm on with my executive producer, uh, Michelle. And uh, the question is, how have we allowed this to happen? We saw this happen. You know, you do know that this did happen in front of your very eyes. David Copperfield, the greatest magician perhaps, has been around for a long time. He could not have pulled off this type of deception, but I want you all to remember that Jesus Christ did tell us, he warned us, Matthew 24. They asked him, what would the sign of the end of his age be? He says it's going to be not wars, not rumors of wars. No, it would be deception. Be careful, beware, beware, no one deceive you. And friends, the type of deception that is going on right now is absolutely biblical in its proportion. And it, we are being, or they would like to, have us swept away in the tidal wave of critical race theory. Not me. Stand up. Push back. I'll be right back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Seven years we've been with you. Be right back. You thought I was worth saving. You came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. 
stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you coast to coast, border to border throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story because of you and people like you who understand what we are about. And I got to tell you something. I got I to gotta ask you something. Ain't that America? Ain't she something to see? Let's make sure that she's still around for our children, our grandchildren to experience the beauty of our great land. On with me is uh, someone who's been hanging around with me now for over seven years. Oh, it's been up, down, all around. I tell you, uh, there have been some things uh, that we have been through. <laughs> and uh, and so, but we have survived it just like our ancestors did. We, we still trying to survive. That's all. That's, and you know what, folks? You Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? That's what, that's all life is. Surviving this situation, God helping you from day to day to day, making sure that you're still there for your kids and those who you care about. And so the next generation has that responsibility to survive. How will they do it unless you pass the torch? Michelle, welcome back to CL Bryant's show. Uh, you've been a big part of it, big, 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 big part of it, and I want to thank you publicly. Uh, let's see, I might have to send you a little extra for your birthday, but uh, I'm gonna gonna go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, right. But anyway, uh, you have fun too, girl. But happy, happy early, early, happy birthday uh, from me. And uh, again, uh, yeah, thirty again. <laughs> Copperfield pulling off this fantasy. I'm going to say, CL, and you travel around the country, and I'm very fortunate to get to do things around the country because every state is different. The majority of Americans don't live in a community like you're from and where I live that is majority black. I get to work with people that don't look like me. But when you're going to these other states and we can look at the numbers and the data that have a very small black population, they believe anything that they're told. Oh, you're bad, you're white. Really? These people in Wisconsin that came from those Denmark and Norway 200 years ago, they didn't have slaves and they weren't black either. They fought in a civil war, even though there was economic things involved by the leaders of the Union Army, but the soldiers were white men thinking they were freeing people from slavery. So I'm a little confused how we're not celebrating the Union rank-and-file soldier that thought that they were laying down their lives to, to free slaves. You know what? That's not being talked about. You bring up a very interesting point. You remember a guest we used to have on, California Ted, Ted Hayes? Oh, yes. Ted yes, Hayes would love, <laughs> would love to bring up that point. He said 750,000 white men died on both sides, and counting both sides, in this cause, Th- those 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 lives, you know what? 
that proves what our, are we the only nation who has gone to war right. against itself yes. to free yes. people? And they were That's black. the story of the Civil War. Now, I'm a Southerner now. I was born a Yankee, but since I got here, I see things. You know, as you said, you're a Southern man, and you're no different than a white man at Southern. All Southern men are Southern men. I don't care what color they are. Southern or, men are know. Southern men. I don't care what color okay. they are. That's, That's true. So true. That is true. I'm telling you. But yeah. I think that we need to use that as the memory and history of the Civil War. And wear it as a badge of honor because truly in the rank and file mind of the soldiers in the Union Army, they truly believed that they were freeing people from slavery. And nobody is talking about that, but we're going to. And you're going to hear it around the country because the left always overplays their hand. And you talk about the Lord. Well, that's about the truth. Truth always wins over lies. It always does. It may take some time, but it's going to win in the end. Because the truth is, we're not a racist nation. And the only racism I see is like what you're saying with Lori Lightfoot. She is derelict in her duties. People that are black are being murdered in her city, just like in my city in Shreveport, Louisiana. Every day there is black on black crime in Shreveport, Louisiana. And yet they want to say that the chief of police is the problem. Yet wow. when you talk to the individuals, they notice the lack of fathers in the home. All of the system, you talk about systemic racism. It's called welfare. It's what the Democrats have done since 1965. That's your systemic racism, wow. but not. Wow. Wow. You know, Michelle, I was thinking that um, you haven't, you probably haven't seen this movie, but Mark and you would love, you and Mark would love watching this historical film. It's called Glory. Morgan Freeman, yeah. Matthew Broderick, uh, Denzel yeah. Washington are in this film. It's a story about American pride and also black soldiers in the Union Army. It, uh, you should see it. You should see it. But this, this is my point. That movie most likely would be opposed in its filming if they tried to make it today. It would not be. It would not fit the narrative. It it could. Not, I doubt that Morgan Freeman would make that film today. Right. I doubt that. Well, Denzel might, but but uh, Matthew Broderick, he wouldn't make that film today. He wouldn't do it. Wow. But that was a. That's one of the great American films. But it, it couldn't be made. To speak up for truth, Steele. We need to promote that film. And the number one film we're promoting is Runaway Slave that can be purchased even today on Amazon. That movie was so ahead of its time that I think the younger generation, those people under 40 that are black and conservative now, I think that 10 years ago they watched Runaway Slave I to thank see God. the way through that you prepared for them. I thank God that uh, he uh, gave us the, the vision, gave me the vision to create that film, and I thank him for Luke Livingston and that crew and and uh, yep. Ground Floor Production, that crew, of Freedom Works, yeah. Freedom Works, yeah. who uh, put the fire to it uh, as far as uh, fuel was concerned. And uh, I want to thank them for it. It was ahead of its time. You see your, black, your Brexit, uh, your Blexit, Blexit movement. Uh, th that all came out of that concept, mm -hmm. my film's mm -hmm. concept, all of that. There was no Blexit 
or any of those types of people around. There was Dr. Thomas Sowell, who was in the movie. There was Andrew Breitbart, who was in the movie. And uh, his name, I'm not hearing his name much anymore. We need to start telling people about Andrew. Oh, definitely, we can talk about Andrew Breitbart because yeah. he took down Anthony Weiner. That's right. He it, knew about the deep state and the swamp. Anita Moncrief are both a mutual good friends. That's right. She was a, a Democrat uh, worker in falsifying things for polling. That's she right. knows all about voter fraud. And That's she's right. a Republican today. Because of Andrew Breitbart's work. And we just need to, uh, yes, CL, I think the future is bright. I think we just have to continue to tell the truth, speak up, and not mince words, and not be a whiner. Anybody can complain when the ship gets rough and rocky, but it takes real leaders and genuine patriots to say, no, I see the direction we're going in. Let's full speed ahead. Right. And, you know, uh, my mentor, uh, Andrew was my friend, but Herman Cain was a mentor of mine. Yeah. And Herman's in the movie. He's in the movie. And so uh, Dr. Thomas Sowell is in the movie. Uh, All of them were trumpeting this. All of them are champions of mine. We all stand on others' shoulders, recognize them, honor them. I honor Dr. Thomas Sowell. As talk about a trailblazer, Michelle, Dr. Thomas Sowell was a trailblazer. Herman Cain, trailblazer, and you gave our good friend Andrew Breitbart his props, trailblazer. We're just joining, we're just taking up our our trailblazing tools, our machetes, whatever it is, and we're just knocking out the weeds in front of us. We're doing that. The swamp still needs to be drained, and we're doing that here on the C.L. Bryant Show uh, daily. Tune us in. Uh, every day, download free The C.L. Bryant Show. Go to clbryantshow.com. Uh, we'll soon have YouTube up and uh, functioning. Going to try and make our splash there. Uh, FreedomWorks is going to help us with that. We're going to partner with them. Wherever we are, uh, there we will be, The C.L. Bryant Show. Michelle, I want to thank you for coming on with me, my good friend. I want to thank you so much. You're welcome. I just want to leave it with this. What you just talked about, the trailblazers, it's about free-thinking individual. The free thinker is the trailblazer. Anybody can do that, even in our crazy world today. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, girl. I'll talk to you soon.